Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Look, guys, I'm just telling you, if you're not ready for tonight, you better be. If you are not ready for tonight, you better be. Because there are some things that have gone on around LSU there are things that are going on or have or went on in 2020, allegations that were made about LSU, and you have the USA Today, the Advocate, and all these other places running stories about fake allegations, alleged fake allegations, but now they're coming to light from Sharon Lewis and LSU. Well, today, and we'll talk on this, but I'm going off into Rafino's rants, and the, it, I, like we're about to hit the ceiling because there were a lot of Baton Rouge media members, a lot of radio dudes that legitimately went on their shows and said, fire Ed Orgeron because Ed Orgeron was covering up rape and covering up things. Uh, and, and, and the t- uh, what was what's the law firm uh, again here? We'll just pull up Jacques Doucet's, uh, uh tweet here. But the, the Taylor Porter law firm, so we'll get to that tweet in just a minute. But a lot of allegations that have gone out in force that have come out to be false and don't have the documentation, don't have the resources, and guess what? Don't have criminal conspiracy behind them. Sharon Lewis sued, if you don't remember, Sharon Lewis sued LSU for $100 million in a RICO lawsuit. Well, with all due respect, to Sharon Lewis, when you try to hit somebody with the RICO, you got to have conspiracy. Instead, you're having to pay fines, $330,000 worth of fines, to the Taylor Porter Law Firm because you made up an allegation. We'll get into that. I promise you, we will get into that because I'm teeing off. Like, I, I share it to your mama, tell your mama and them, tell everybody, daddy's going off here tonight. Daddy's going off tonight. Uh, Father Abear, I see your, tw- I see your thing. Um, there is a, a 6'3", 291-pound man who also made that same prediction on Monday, just throwing that out there, AYSSnetwork.com. Throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Let's. Well, before I even get to comments, we got a lot more things we got to talk about. (laughs) So fired up. Either way. Um, 
And I got my, my attorney texted me uh, uh, yesterday. He said yesterday. Oh, okay. I got you. My attorney, Ryan Williams, which, by the way, I will mention him tonight, our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, who helped us out finding out all the pieces to this case uh, going on with Sharon Lewis. All right. Also, other than Rafino's rants, obviously, it's it's early signing day tomorrow. We'll talk on some of those things. We'll talk on some things we're hearing, some things that we think. We'll probably make a little bit of a prediction, but I'll make the ultimate prediction tomorrow morning. I and Let me say this, too. I'm going to make it super early in the morning, like 6 o'clock in the morning, so that nobody can say that I'm doing anything wrong. Uh, where did... It, there is a certain area that I think LSU is about to be sitting pretty well at. Some news came out today that Jaqueline Roy is entering the NFL draft. I think LSU is still going to be okay at the defensive line position. Don't panic. Because remember what happened the last time you panicked about LSU not being okay in a certain situation. BK found a way. BK found a way. Also, a lot of <laughs> commitments being flipped uh, from kids. We'll talk about Mary Flipmas, some big things. I, I might even talk, get on Nick Saban a little bit here tonight as last year he called out, uh, or this year really, called out Jimbo Fisher for the exact same thing that he's doing. Let me say that again. You know, it, it's funny because when the pot calls the kettle black and the pot is doing the same exact things that the kettle's doing, it's a lot of hypocrisy. It's a lot of hypocrisy. You think that Nick Saban, who who might have or get close to the best overall signing class that Ele that Alabama's ever had from a points perspective, is not and Alabama's not doing things in NIL. You believe that? Like you you really believe that? So you called out Jimbo Fisher, but yet you flip a five star offensive lineman today. The day before early signing day. So I might go off a little bit on Saban because he's a hypocritical liar. As we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays, hashtag, hashtag ask Blake. Any thoughts, concerns, we'll get to them all. So just hit, just hit us up. Um, boom. Poo, we got breaking news. All right, we got back-to-back -back breaking news is here. All right, so we got a lot we got to get to. Jalen Lee, the former four-star recruit from Live Oak, has just committed to LSU. So LSU gets one interior defensive lineman. Also, Braden Swenson from Oregon also has just committed to LSU. Boom, shaka, laka. We just got some breaking news. LSU's back on the map in the portal, baby. Let's go. Let's go. LSU doing big things. How about them Tigers? How about our man, Jamar Kane, out here in the people streets? How about that? All right. So, Pooh, let's do this. Let's do a really long break on this one. Let's do the bet online. Let's let's just go ahead and get to a quick break. Let's do betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Vardo and Sons. And um, let's do Drake Williams Law Firm. So, we're going to get some of these things posted. We'll come back. We'll talk about Jalen Lane committing. We'll also talk about Braden Swenson committing right out the top as that's massive for the LSU Tigers. So we'll be back in a minute 30, right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. we got a lot to discuss. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. 
Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell me, your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Well, that's not the only commit we, we, that LSU just got because they also got <laughs> they also got a commitment from four-star offensive lineman Brett Bordelon. Pooh, where they are going off in this sucker. You hear me? And we're doing this during the show. Shout out to Jalen Lee. <laughs> so, Pooh, we can bring those up. But shout out to uh, Jaden Lee and shout out to uh, Braden Swenson. Who uh, look, LSU quite honestly, everyone needed defensive linemen, and you're getting a very good depth piece in Jalen Lee. Now, if you remember who Jalen Lee was, he was processed or, or told by the old staff with Ed Orgeron to look elsewhere. The kid went to Florida, and now he's coming back home. Then you got Braden Swenson, or Braden Swenson, who was recruited by Jamar Kane when Jamar was at Arizona State, winds up at Oregon, had some, I would say had some decent years, but you know, just couldn't really stay on the field. But also is going also committed to the Tigers as well. So just a very big and massive day for LSU after, if you missed the news, that um and Parrish, Parrish Shand also just committed. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I, I really don't know what to do here. I mean, because at the, on the same token, I mean, LSU is just legitimately going off on the defensive line. Jamar Kane, you stud. Jamar Kane, you stud. What an absolute just unbelievable way after Jaqueline Roy hits the NFL draft that you're replenishing this. Wow. 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 I'm tweeting this out right now, Pooh. Jamar Kane is a beast at Jamar Kane. I mean, it's all you can do. I mean, it's really all you can do. What an absolute showing LSU's going off. So, Pooh, if we can bring up Paris, do we? Is this, this Paris is right here that we have pulled up? So, Paris Shan from Arizona also just committed to LSU. He says a gym cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. Wow, man, just just wow. I, I don't know, Pooh, what really what to say other than. It's just a massive day for LSU right now. And then you have all day tomorrow that you're going to be getting in top tier and top elite recruits. 
So you have a struggle. Um, you have a struggle um, where you're not able to rotate in defensive tackles, defensive linemen. You got Jaqueline Roy in there. You got Makai Wingo, but they don't have a lot of rotation pieces. And now you're going and getting them. Brian Kelly, Portal King. Brian Kelly, Portal King. Going absolutely off. <laughs> I mean, and you know that this was greatly planned. Like, the simple fact that it's happening like this is, is very wildly and greatly planned by LSU and Jamar Kane. Oh, Jaqueline Roy leaves? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. I mean, thank you, Jamar Kane. <laughs> All right, we do got a lot to get into. I don't know what Brian Kelly's going to do here. I mean, does he just, you know, does he just tweet out once? Does he tweet out twice? Does he t tweet out three times? I don't know what he does. All right, everybody do us a favor, though, by hitting like and share. We haven't gotten to this. So stop what you're doing right now. Everybody hit the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. So many of you watching us live right now on Facebook. Stop what you're doing. Tell everybody we got breaking news to come over to AYS. We got breaking news three times on the defensive line. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, notification bell, share to Twitter, share to anywhere you listen to, or share anywhere you like to go on social media, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Do that for us and wherever you listen to podcast or radio, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. So let's do this. We have a lot to get into, but I wanted to start off with the Sharon Lewis thing, but I'm going to I'm going to stop that for just a second because we do got to get to this defensive line stuff. So Listen, it was literally the third topic on our board, our second topic on the board today, and we were going to talk about this, where LSU will uh, do good soon. And when Jaqueline Roy went into the transfer or went into the NFL draft, guys, this was always something that was coming. This was always something that was coming. Jamar Cain knows what he's doing. He knows that he can't rotate two really good defensive tackles and be successful, not just in the SEC, but anywhere. He goes and gets Jalen Lee. He goes and gets Paris Shand. And a massive get. And an absolutely massive get. Now you have rotation along the defensive line. You get an edge rusher in Braden Swinson. You have Deshaun Womack, who has told us and pr pretty much made it clear on social media, he's coming to LSU and he will be signing with the Tigers tomorrow. You obviously have really talented guys like Harold Perkins that are on board. So with all of that being said, this team, man, is really stacking up to be very, very good really, really quickly. Very, very good, very, very quickly. Now, we did have a question in here asking about, well, that's true. And, yes, you do get Brandon Reese says Mason Smith, Mason Smith teams up with these dudes. And you have Mason Smith returning, who was the number one recruit in the country a couple of seasons ago. Jamar Cain just absolutely going bananas in the transfer portal. And he's got Deshaun Womack. He's got Jackson Howard. He has other young men that are going to be coming here. And you got you to tip your cap, too, to Brian Kelly. You got to tip your cap, too, to Brian Kelly. Because without him... And, and identifying and identifying what LSU needs, how quickly they need it, it's insane. But I will tell you this, and Pooh and Zach, I don't know if you guys feel this way now that I can kind of take a little step back <laughs> from reporting stuff. I, you know, look, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think you got two coaches who you can call portal kings. You got Jay Johnson and you got Brian Kelly. But I like the fact that they're identifying positions of need. They're identifying young men that can play and not just be, you know, some of these guys. Like last year, remember when everybody, I don't want to say poo-pooed on 
uh, uh, Makai Wingo, but a lot of people didn't really like Makai Wingo coming in. They thought he was too small. He was like, oh, we played in Missouri and all this kind of stuff. And all Brian Kelly did was identify a good defensive lineman, a freshman All-American, and got him to come to come play at LSU. And all he did was was become a third-team AP All-American. Can Jamar Kane work one of these portal guys, preferably all of them, let's hope, into having success like Makai Wingo did? You got Savion Jones that's returning. Quincy Wiggins, what does he do? Quaylen Rule, I mean Jacoby and Guillory. So, <laughs> Pooh Bear, tweet that. All right, put that in the put, comment that in the show. Comment that in the show. Um. So yes. See, Darren says here hashtag Ask Blake Portal King University PKU. We should damn near call it Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're Portal King. We are, we are Portal King University. Starts with Brian Kelly and Jay Johnson. Wow, what a haul! What a haul! Uh, Pooh Bear says Sharon Lewis got them to commit, so we would forget about her story. <laughs> it's true. Oh no, let me tell you, I'm getting to. We are going to get to Sharon Lewis. We're going to get to Sharon Lewis. Uh, Adamson, six ninety nine Canadian dollars. I know it's not dollars, but I don't know what their currency is. Uh, Jeremy Hyde says sends four ninety nine. Says, but BK can't recruit. Remember, thank you both for the super chats. And Jeremy's right, man. Jeremy's right. Brian Kelly took so much criticism, so much criticism from Notre Dame people that he couldn't recruit. And here they are. Here they are. They identified needs. They identified what they needed to do, and they did it. And they did it. I didn't talk about Paris Shand, who really and truthfully is a massive addition to this team. Body style, body type, and what he was able to do at Arizona. Look, I remember um, him, I mean, like watching his film and watching him during. Um, what was it? What's it? What do they call that? Pooh? Was it Pac-12 After Dark? I think he had a career um, lead in in tackles, or his career high in tackles, career high in sacks. I, I mean, they have identified guys that they think that can play at a high level and come in here and do it. Wow, wow, what an absolute just stud, stud. So now you add that with Wingo and you add that with um, Mason, Mason Smith. Uh, Kevin says, Parishan too. Did I miss that? Yeah, Parishan. That's who I'm talking about right there. Um, I mean, career high in tackles, career high in sacks a season ago coming from Arizona. Uh, I would assume somebody, uh, I think he's a Cana uh, Canada native too. Um, somebody that Jamar Kane, I think, knew about and wanted but he body style wise the kid's an absolute beast is it, i mean the kid's like physically put together he's physically put together james sells says, blake what's your sip so this is actually um I, I i'll just keep it real this is crown black i'm not a massive crown drinker but it's just crown black so my mother my mother-in-law my stepmother-in-law Got me and my my wife Megan a um. Got me and my wife Megan like one of those machines that makes like the Sonic ice, so dude, phenomenal, phenomenal, absolutely amazing. Aaron Miller says Aaron Anderson, Jalen Lee. Shand Swenson, pretty good leading up into National Signing Day from the transfer portal. Yeah, and look, again, and they're, like, I don't want to say, because LSU's not, I don't want to say LSU's top-heavy, but they're elite top-heavy. You get what I'm saying? Meaning, I mean, now you got Aaron Anderson, Shelton Sampson, uh, 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 um, Jalen Brown, who's going to be committing tomorrow. 
and, and committing really early tomorrow. Guys, I think we got to wake up at 6 o'clock because he said that he's committing at 7, which I don't know if that's Central Time or Eastern Standard Time. But you, we're, I'm going to be up at – guys, I'm literally going to be up at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning getting ready for guys committing, like legitimately. So you're literally – I mean, bringing in a roster full of young men that can make you and help you win a, an SEC title. That's where you are right now. Where you are right now under Brian Kelly is him bringing in guys that can legitimately win you a national title. Now, Pooh just told me, okay, he put it up here. King Dotery and Jalen Brown are signing at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you start off the bat with an elite safety and an elite five-star wide receiver who was a five-star receiver until he committed to LSU, I might add. Man. I, Pooh, I, Pooh and Zach, very quickly, I'm going to bring both of you up right quick. I'm going to bring you up both right quick. Do you remember a time when LSU recruiting was like this? Because I think that this might holistically be one of the best classes we've ever had. They've identified needs. They're going after the defensive line. They got some really elite talent coming in. Am I am I am I overreacting here to my two producers? No. no. I mean, I, I think I, I definitely think you gotta wait and see. Uh, wait and see. I mean, it, wait and see really what exactly. Right wait and see what exactly. You gotta see the production on the field, in my opinion. True, but I also know that when you get high level five star recruits. Harold Perkins come. Harold Perkins would like a word with that. What you just said, Zach. For sure. I mean, I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. Emory um, Jones and Will Campbell say, "Sup, son." That, that's true. That's true. And and as Carl was saying last night, like the DBs, like if you, if you get Desmond Ricks, I think you know that that's we a have huge win. Zach, we're thirty minutes into the show. We haven't mentioned Desmond Ricks not once. Not once. But if he commits, you know, as Carter mentioned. They usually get those right with with the DBs, and that's what you really really need now. I mean, we we filled the positions great on along the defensive line. I really want to see them finish strong with some corners. So, so Zach, that's what you think? I think it's great. It doesn't matter what you think. Just joking. Just joking. Uh, with uh, everything Zach just said. Throw it out the window. Get excited. I'm excited. Let's go. Uh, Zach's just a Debbie Downer. Hey, look, some, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do somebody it. Somebody has to play, play the devil's role. You're right. That's correct. That's correct. Somebody's got to do it. You're, you're, you're what, uh, what's the, what's the guy who plays the violin, the singer? Uh, somebody in the chat helped me. You know, Dell went down to Georgia. You're the, you're the devil in that song, aren't you, Zach? <laughs> probably okay all right I, i'm just trying to find out if you if i if you thought guys thought i was overreacting seems like I'm not. i don't think you're overreacting but i mean we obviously just need to wait and see okay, okay. i, I want to see the product on the field first i'm excited it, it's not <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> But you're the, you're you're Charlie Daniels devil in this scenario, Zach. Just letting you know. That yeah, there it is, Charlie Daniels. All right, there it is. all right. So look, uh, Brock TV says Blake and Pooh look like twins. God, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Somebody telling me I was. I can't say it, Pooh. I can say it behind. You know, I can't say it on live TV or radio. We're brothers from other mothers. That's true. Brian Driscoll says, Zach, be more positive. Brian Driscoll? Like that Brian Driscoll? <laughs> All right. Brian Driscoll says, Zach, you got to be more positive. The devil's, the dev, the Debbie's role belongs to you. Okay. Okay. Blake's credit score just dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they said I'm black. I, I mean, I will say this. I did have a black Twitter off with a Golden Boot member, podcast member, and Chris in one. <laughs> black Twitter off. I won. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, LSU Sports Fanatics is Blake. You have said in your last two shows that we're uh, that you were going to speak on Napier and recruiting. Can we get to that tonight? Yeah, so let's get to that. And I think that that, that falls into this because we can talk about Desmond Ricks too. Guys, I think Billy Napier's in trouble. If they lose, let me just say this. They have lost four, and, and, and to whoever put that, uh, I put it in our message board, but they have legitimately lost four of the last five recruits or targets that they've had to Miami. They're about to be lose out on five of six if they lose Desmond Ricks to LSU. And I will tell you this, I think Billy's in trouble because you fired Dan Mullen because he couldn't recruit, and then you hired Billy Napier, and he's getting his ass whipped in recruiting. He's in trouble, brother. Napier's in trouble. He's not, he's not able to recruit in the SEC right now. This is, he's not able to do what Brian Kelly's able to do. You think, like, everybody's saying that LSU was behind in NIL and stuff like that, and Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. It all legitimately came out to be bullshit. You know, uh, what's his name over at uh, OutKick? Um, Glenn Gilbo saying that, you know, pimping up Napier and discrediting Brian Kelly Although Brian Kelly didn't go 6-6 six and six in his first year, he just won the SEC West. Napier's in trouble, brother. I'm telling you, Napier's in trouble. Um, but hey, <laughs> Florida did get a field goal in their bowl game, as Pooh Bear says. It's true. It's true. Um, a couple more things on recruiting, so we can get to that. Let's, let's end there, and then we'll take a break. I do want to get to the Sharon Lewis stuff because I'm about to go bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. But I do want to get to one more thing in recruiting. Guys, I, look, at this point, I mean, I know that Desmond Ricks isn't committing tomorrow, but tomorrow's – I don't know if you're going to ex- – should expect anything that is going to, like, blow your socks off. I don't know if there's going to be any more surprises, kind of like what you got tonight. We will have to wait and see there. What I will tell you is that I don't think that – other than maybe – one one LSU commitment, I don't think LSU is going to lose on anybody. I think that they're going to pull in their class. And then you wait for Thursday for five, at 5.30, Central Standard Time, for probably the biggest uncommitted player on your board right now, and that being Desmond Ricks. If LSU closes out with 25, 26 guys uh, committed, 26, 27, and then they're doing what they're doing in the transfer portal. Guys, you you have a potential to win the West. I will make a prediction right now, or no, I'm not going to make a prediction right now. If somebody put a gun to my head and said, Blake, pick who's going to win the SC West next year, I'm not picking Alabama. I think I'm going to pick LSU. Guys, there's so much positivity returning for the Tigers. Now, barring injury, barring something crazy happening, maybe that changes things. But again, like we talked about last night, on paper, name a better offense in the SEC returning that's not LSU's. Like, LSU might be the number one returning offense next season. I don't think it's Alabama. I don't think it's going to be – obviously, I don't think it's Texas a I don't think it's Arkansas. I don't think it's Ole Miss. I don't think it's Mississippi State. I don't think um, – and Mike Leach's funeral and, and, and services were today, so – uh, praying for everybody at Mississippi State. I don't think it's Georgia. I don't think it's Auburn. So, yeah. And Jeremy Hyde said, what about Denver Harris? Denver Harris is another uh, another guy that is out there that you have to think about. So... They're just killing it, bro. They're killing it. They're killing it recruiting. All right. I will get to more of your questions and more of your thoughts. Jason Brumfield said Kentucky might need a word. Kentucky might need a word about what? About being the best offense in the SEC? Jason, log off. Log off. Brock says Ole Miss got their whole offense back. Well, Brock TV, I don't, I don't mean this in a rude way. But once they hit SEC play, their offense statistically wasn't better than LSU's. 
when when they didn't have to play Tulsa and Rudy Pooh stayed every week, they didn't do as well as everybody thought. I mean, with all due respect to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude to them. They lost some offensive linemen. They lost some receivers. I get that they got the running backs and quarterback returning, but LSU no, and no, they don't have everybody returning. No, they don't. But don't come at me with Kentucky, and definitely don't come at Ole Miss. Ole Miss was Rudy Pooh once they hit the SEC West. I I don't know Pooh. Can we can we validate this? Or Zach, can we validate this? Zach, do this for me. Did Ole Miss score over 30 points on offense, just offense? Did they score over 30 points the last six weeks of the season? And if they did, how many times did they do it? Because I don't think that they scored over 30 against Texas A&M. They didn't score 30 on us. I don't think that they scored over 30 against Alabama. I think that they're going on a seven-week straight, uh, six or seven-week stretch where they didn't score over 30 points. Uh, bullshit. Dane Bergeron, my man, Dane. How's the first light stuff happen, helping you, brother? They they texted me and said you, that I uh, think you had gotten something. Dane, did you get something? But anyway, Dane Bergeron sends $50 via Super Chat. Thank you, buddy. It says, Pooh, the show should start with a warning notice. Blake had me laughing so hard on his Drew Brees rant while I was driving. I ran off the road, took out four mailboxes, three dogs in a, in a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys, and go Tigers. And this man said he was laughing so hard at the Drew Brees thing, he ran off the road, took out four mailboxes, three dogs in a partridge and a pear tree. Now that's funny. Now that's funny. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Whoo. All right, Zach, if you get that stat, um, here it goes. Last five weeks they didn't score for, uh, uh score 30. There you go. There you go. Spare me. All right, let's do this. I want to get to the Sharon Lewis thing. So look. There's about 500 of you total on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to listen to this. Don't go anywhere. There's another 200 of you on the on the radio side of things. Don't go anywhere. I got to get to this Sharon Lewis thing and this Rafino's rants next. Because Sharon Lewis is being a Rudy Pooh. And she lied on LSU. A lot of people call for LSU's head. We're coming after him next. No pause. But let's talk about our good friends. Uh, Carol False over at State Farm. That's State Farm. Guys, give him a call. Save money on your insurance. The worst thing Carol's going to tell you is that he can't save you money. It'll be no harm, no foul. Let's talk about him next. We return in 30 seconds. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol False and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Okay, Pooh, do, do we have Jock Ducey's tweet? Okay, this is it right here. Okay, so let me let me get to this very quickly, and I know that you probably don't want to stay too long on this, and we don't have to. But let me just throw this out there very quickly. If you don't remember, Sharon Lewis, a former or an ex-LSU um Sharon Lewis, who is a former LSU employee, she was in football operations. She had multiple positions while she was at LSU. If you don't remember, she sued LSU for $100 million. She claimed that they covered up sexual assaults and 
Les Miles did things. And now look, I'm not going to defend Les Miles one iota behind anything that he's done. But what I am going to say for Les Miles and really every human being on the face of the planet is the simple nature in this country, we have due process. You know where they don't have due process or when they do have due process, they give someone 16 years in prison somewhere like maybe Russia. You know, there's a Marine that's still in a Russian prison. Now, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I think you get what I'm saying here. We have due process in this country. Okay. With that being said, Sharon Lewis has made multiple claims behind LSU. She said that of this cover-ups, LSU was involved, higher-ups were involved. She saw it firsthand as sexual assault was being uh, covered up. She, she said that there was a lot of recruiting violations. So many different things that she said LSU was covering up and complicit in. One of the people or the law firms or the businesses or entities that she brought into her RICO civil lawsuit was the Taylor Porter law firm. Now, I have no affiliation to the Taylor Porter law firm, but I do have an affiliation to a law firm here where I am at locally in the Drake Williams law firm. You know about them. We, they're obviously one of our bigger sponsors on the show. We've done NIL deals, and they've been a lead sponsor. They are my go-to when it comes to legal matters. Now, probably I drive them crazy sometimes, but they know what they're doing. They're the number, they're North Shore's number one law firm in, like, in the surrounding area for a reason. It's because they don't lose. Now, Jacques Doucet came out with this tweet today. He said, sources tell WAFB, Sharon Lewis and her counsel have been sanctioned for $330,000 in favor for the Taylor, Taylor Porter law firm for false allegations, meaning false allegations that Sharon Lewis and her law and her counsel made against the Taylor Porter law firm about engaging in a criminal conspiracy. So let me ask you this. When this was reported about Sharon Lewis and the allegations and suing LSU for $100 million, I remember the USA Today. I remember the advocate. I remember so many people reporting on the allegations part of all of this. It went viral, remember? LSU gets sued. Oh, no, Ed Orsron covered up things. You had local radio dudes out here legitimately saying on their morning shows, not even just their radio shows, they came out and were saying, fire Ed Orgeron because he covered stuff up. And what they weren't doing, what they were, they were not allowing to take place was due process. And the school that you that you love, that you come to this show and listen to and get information on and takes and sports takes on, was getting sued, and they were saying that LSU covered things up. Where are they now? Glenn Gilbo and I came on this show and had a very spirited debate about me, about Darius Geis and Gloria Scott and how Gloria Scott legitimately should, be, should have been arrested for attempting to extort LSU. Now, Sharon Lewis can't provide a criminal conspiracy of LSU covering up sexual allegations. My question in all of this is how much is Sharon Lewis lying and is Sharon Lewis a liar? Because I will tell you that the real work, you know, a lot of you in listening to this right now don't trust the media. That's why a lot of you come to this show because you don't trust traditional media. You don't, and I don't blame you for it. But the question will become, are you going to blame the USA Today and the advocate and the radio dude for saying that they believe allegations over the law? Do you understand? And I talked to the Drake Williams law firm on this. And I'm not going to put words in their, in their mouths. But in talking with them, do you understand how difficult it's got to be for none of the claims to work out in her favor? 
They legitimately sanctioned Sharon Lewis and her counsel for lying. Essentially. Where's the USA today? I've said this before and I'll say it again. I've said it before and I've said it again. I want a formal apology from the USA Today. LSU deserves an apology from the USA Today. The advocate. Because when you're an investigative journalist, and it basically when you're taking claims from or even a journalistic affidavit from a fired employee, don't you think it's pretty well warranted that you need to run down the other side and make sure she's not lying? Because when this goes to court and you're found out to look like a Rudy Poo and calling for Ed Orgeron's head when he didn't cover up a damn thing, you look like an idiot. Don't be first. Be right. Isn't that what everybody in here says? Don't be first. Be right. So all the success that LSU is having, the, the storm that they had to weather, which quite honestly, a tip of the cap goes to Scott Woodward for being able to weather the storm that he had to endure because Joe Oliva was a dumbass. is playing out in court. Guys, they legitimately are making her pay back $330,000 to a law firm for lying and providing no proof. I talked to two people at the Drake Williams Law Firm today, and I asked the, the older one who's who runs the law, who's been a part of the law firm, has been a part in the law firm, dad has been uh, started the law firm, and I said, I just asked him, I was like, have you ever seen someone get hit with sanctions for lying on another law firm? And he goes, never. Never. That's how bad this is. So I'm not going to, I am not going to call out the radio dude or the specific people along, along the USA today. I will call out Gilbo because Gilbo came on the show, but I'm not going to call them out. I'm not, and this does not have anything to do with Darius Geis. Some of it actually does have to do with Darius Geis, but I'm not going to defend Darius Geis because I still think that his cases, you know, I mean, sometimes when there's so much smoke, there's got to be some bit of fire. I'm not going down Darius Geis rabbit hole, but at the same time, Gloria Scott, the more prolific of them all, try, legitimately extorted LSU and if anybody had a spine, could legitimately, based off the audio wiretaps, or the audio wire that LSU provided, legitimately left a voicemail extorting LSU, should have been arrested. Or let me not say should have been arrested, could have been arrested. Now, in that Gloria Scott memo, or that Gloria Scott, in, in the Gloria Scott uh, 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 voicemail, okay? This is where I'll leave it at this. And talking about the Darius Geis and the Superdome thing. Gloria Scott legitimately came out and said to Virgilsberry and all these other people that she, I'm quoting. I remember this like it was yesterday. You can, It's on YouTube. You can go and listen to it. Hi, this is Gloria Scott. I just spoke with Sharon Lewis. Now Miss Gloria wants her money. If you want Darius guys to play in the ball game, Miss Gloria wants her money. Now I'm not trying to sit here and defend Darius guys because I'm really not, and I don't want to come off as that. I spoke with Sharon Lewis, and now Miss Gloria wants her money. How does that set with you? How do the, I mean, because it doesn't sit well with me at all. In this country, unfortunately, we do not allow due process 
to take over. And, and you're not innocent until proven guilty anymore. You're guilty until proven innocent. And LSU legitimately went out there and proved their innocence basically by just telling the truth. So, with all due respect to everybody in here, okay, um, it pisses me off. It legitimately pisses me off. What I think pisses me off even more, though, because people lie every day, right? People sue each other for false claims every, every single day. That's nothing new. That's legitimately nothing new. And this isn't really new either, but maybe I hire, hold them in higher regard. I think that there's some people out here on this local media beat that owe Ed Orgeron an apology. Ed, I, and you just got to say this, Ed, sweet by you, baby Ed, I'm sorry for calling you to be fired when you didn't cover up shit. That can be proven. You know, you want to talk about the Drake, the Drake Davis stuff? Where's that at? That she alleged that happened. I mean, at some point, you can say it happened all you want to, right? I can say that Pooh Bear beat me up or Zach dresses up like a crossdresser. But until I... Until I have proof of that, until I have proof of that, it's all bullshit. Now, if I come here with a black eye or I turn on my iPhone and show you a dress that Zach's wearing. Yeah, he woke you up when I said you was a crossdresser, didn't you, Zach? You were sitting, you, one of my producers was back there, sli you know, sleeping. The, the man was literally back here sleeping. I heard you snoring in my earphones. Either you're breathing heavy or you're snoring. Either one, that shit woke you up, didn't it? Anyway. But they come to your rescue. That's why they always come to your rescue. Poor Zach. Doug Ray. Hey, don't do that to Zach. You're going to hurt his feelings. <laughs> All right. But nevertheless, it legitimately pisses me off. And if it doesn't piss you off, I don't know what planet you're on. And you're surely not an LSU fan if it doesn't. Now, you can feel any, I guess, really either type of way that you want to. It's your prerogative to feel whatever ever way you want to. But I, I'm not going to forgive. Let me not say forgive. I'm not going to forget some of those people who cover LSU and tried to bury them, and now they can't. Because they're the ones that are constantly out there, you know, constantly out there talking the maddest of shit behind LSU and don't have shit to prove it. Don't you find that they talk all that shit about LSU and don't never have shit to prove it. At some point, you got to drop your nuts and be a man and find out and, and give proof to your claims. Just because you believed that Ed Orgeron deserved to be fired does not mean that the reason he deserved to be fired and the reason you try to consp con conspire against Ed Orgeron in reference to covering things up. Look, fire Ed Orgeron because of the simple nature that he can't do shit on the field. Hell, fire him for things he was doing outside the field that you could prove. But when you legitimately say he's covering something up, you legitimately said he covered something up because guys and this walk-on and something was going on with a girlfriend and, and Ed said everybody fucks everybody and that's just the way the world works. Get over it. And then Sharon Lewis says that she can provide proof and she brings one of the people that was a part of all of that. And they said that they never spoke to Sharon Lewis and that never happened. And the kid and the girl are married and they were like, she made that up. <laughs> anyway. Zach says, if I'm a crossdresser, then Sharon Lewis was telling the truth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Look at old Zach. All right. Let's get to all your comments and then we'll we'll uh we'll we'll wind up the show. 
If you have any LSU questions, recruiting, uh, whatever, whatever questions you got, fire them inside the chat. Fire them inside the chat. Uh, Boogie Season says, hashtag Ashley Blake, we're heating up. Just landed uh, Brayden Swenson from Oregon. And not only that, if you if you miss it, Jalen Lee and Parishan too. Parishan too. Brian Fano says, let's move on. Brian, you're right. We should move on. But at the same at the same time, at the same time, they also need to issue a retraction. Mike McCoy says law firm is the English firm in Shreveport. They cannot be happy if she uh, if she led them astray. She may dump they may dump her as a client. Let's see. Let's see. David says, are there any surprises in recruiting tomorrow? I don't think that there's gonna be any surprises. You know, I, I've said my piece on our message board, AYSSnetwork.com, what I feel about Isaac Smith. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised either way for Isaac Smith if I'm being if I'm being truthful. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I've, met, I've said this on the board for the last two weeks. You know, two weeks ago, everybody said I should be putting in a pick for Isaac Smith. I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it. Tonight, I'm not going unless somebody calls me tonight and says something differently than or in the morning and says something differently. I'm not putting a pick in on our board for Isaac Smith at the current moment. I'm just I don't have enough. And, you know, it's it's already tough to get kids from out of state to come here. You come anywhere. And with the tragic loss of, of Mike Leach, does Isaac Smith want to stay home and, and represent one of his in, you know, in-state schools? I am not going to fault the young man for doing that. And you got a lot of safeties. You got Dotery, Jackson, and I think, as me and Carter Bryant talked about last night, I do think Taviano is going to move um, that. Uh, Wilma, it's funny that you say that. Guys, don't put that up there. Wilma, it's funny that you say that because my pick on Desmond Ricks came in Monday. Where was everybody else's? You know what's funny about you know what's funny about that? I will make I will say I will do a report on the forum at six o'clock or six thirty in the morning. But because you said that, and my pick's in, my pick's in. It's in here on Monday. How can you steal something when nobody had anything to start with? Hmm. Hmm. Father A Bear says, hashtag ask Blake, what's the baseball? Okay, so let's do this. Guys, did y'all see today LSU's the number one team in preseason? So we can talk about that too. Um, not surprised, guys, as we're, we're, we're getting so much closer. I mean, guys, we're almost, I mean, the end of December is here. You got January and half of February and. I mean, baseball's going to be here. I'm not surprised at all that they're the number one team in the country. Um, what I will say, what I will say, though, with high, with high expectations and high-end recruiting, or, or let me say this, with high anticipation comes high expectation. So I'm not saying, you know, because there's so many things that can happen. You know, what if this team has injuries? I don't want to say Omaha are bust. However, you better be damn better than you were last year. Okay. Larry Thomas says, where do we stand on more defensive line? Yeah, I read it. I read it. I read it. Wilma. Mm. Where do people come up with the same? Will my D, my D fit? Is what it was. Will my D fit? Where do people come up with this stuff? Larry Thomas says, where do we stand on more defensive line? Well, we just got three tonight. You got Womack. You got Howard. 
I mean, they sit pretty decent now on defensive line. I mean, you replenished. You got five of them. Pooh, it just said Wilma. Wilma was the first name. D-I-C-F-I-T. Wilma, you know, Wilma D-Fit. Uh, Brandon Reese says, hashtag ass Blake, I want to get Ricks just as sick into Florida and Napier. Yeah, it, it's going to be, um, it just said that I, basically the comment just said that I take everybody's stuff from everywhere, even though I come out here 10 hours a week or seven hours a week and actually 10 hours a week, technically. Um, it's stupid. People who have small penises come in here and want to start shit because Louisiana is the way that Louisiana is. Brandon Reese says, hashtag ask Blake, I want to get Ricks just to stick it to Florida and Napier. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it would be a very bad look. It will be a very bad look if they miss. It will be a massively bad look on Corey Raymond if he gets beat out by Robert Steeples. Will my D fit? Where are people come up with this stuff? I don't know. Alex says, I think we need six or seven DT types. Just personal opinion. Just personal opinion. I think we can get it. Uh, Jeremy Hodge says, Ash Blake, do you think LSU should be in the talk with a Cypress kid in, from Virginia? Um, Guys, why am I drawing a blank on this? Why am I drawing a blank on that? Trent says, Kelly managing that roster. He is. He is the deep, the corner is, I mean, are you talking about Desmond? I mean, Desmond's from Norfolk, Virginia. I, I, I don't know if that's what he's talking about. Um, Julian Romero says, hashtag ask Blake, who finishes third in the country in recruiting LSU, Texas, or Miami. <sighs> hmm. I might, I, I, I might, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know. D Smith says, hey, Blake, love the show and early more informed with you. Curious on the Virginia guy at cornerback and other corners. Are you talking, guys, are you talking about, I mean, are you talking about Ricks? Because that's all we've been talking about the last couple of days. If we're talking about fin Fentrell, Fentrell's who they're talking about, I don't, I don't, mm, I don't, I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. He may. He may. He may. But I hadn't really heard much. He may. I don't. I don't know yet. Um. So there you go. I don't know about that one. Chili says, "Ask Blake, what are you hearing on Derek Williams?" Absolutely nothing. I mean, his family's in here. Uh, every single week. Or every single night. Um, it just doesn't look good for Texas with Derek Williams. Um, doesn't look good for with Texas. I, I don't know what Derek Williams is going to do. Everybody says he's not going to Bama, but I mean, does he does he end up at, at Miami? You know, is that another five star recruit that they get it from Miami? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jeff says, "Ask like, does the QB stay intact to the to the spring? Yes, I think it'll stay intact. I think there's a potential it stays intact to the spring. After the spring, I don't think you're going to have all four of them, and you might not have all four of them to start the spring. I, I mean, I mean, Garrett hadn't made a decision. I mean, Garrett had made well, Garrett hadn't made a decision, but Jane hadn't made a decision, so we'll have to wait and see." We'll have to wait and see. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Knuckleheads will be our last show for the week, and then we'll be all for the holidays. We will, we will be talking, obviously, signing day and, and a lot of other things. We might have a guest. Colin Hurley is going to be joining us next Wednesday, too. Just got that confirmed. Just talked to him. So that'll be fun to have the five-star quarterback on next week. Till then, we'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.